the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Get ready to take notes because school is now in session. Tackling the biggest issues in education, this is Education America. Save the classroom, save the country. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Abigail Johnson. Welcome to Education America, where we are working to save the classroom so that we can save the country. Join the conversation. K-12 education is the playing field where the battle is on for the future of our country. And as our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, succinctly stated, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Tonight, we are joined again in the studio with Dr. Alana Fishben. She is the founder and president of the National Grassroots Movement, No Left Turn in Education. She has extensive professional background in the nonprofit field. She has earned her bachelor's degree in social work from the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, her master's from Rutgers, where she concentrated on designing social change, her interest in maximizing service effectiveness, efficiency, and impact led her to the doctoral program at the University of Pennsylvania School of Policy and Practice. Combined with coursework at the Wharton Business School, she specializes in management and program evaluation. Somehow in the midst of all of that, she also managed to become married with three boys. So Mm -hmm. she is very, very busy on all fronts. And Alana, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate having me again. Yes. So Alana, in last week's segment, we're able to get to know you a little bit and understand uh, your background coming from, um, as we've talked about, growing up in the camps, in refugee camps in Israel. And then having some incredible opportunities from an educational standpoint, uh, you stood out as a top student and you were given an opportunity to then study in a well-respected high school and that led you over to the United States of America. So you, in our opinion, you speak from a perspective that is um, authoritative. Um, you know, Nobody can call you an elitist because you've lived it all. And we learned more about that last week, but then we also learned a bit about what inspired you to launch No Left Turn in Education. And tonight, we'd really like to dig in um, further on the organization itself and understand the movement that you've created and how to get involved and reclaim our kids, which is so important, right? So tell us a little bit about the movement. Well, when I launched the movement, uh there was nobody around really um, pushing publicly uh, against this radical ideology that started spreading very fast. Uh, So I started uh, locally inviting a handful of the mothers that expressed privately support 
to my outspoken uh, statement about uh, uh, the curriculum that they impose on our kids. And they came to my living room, and uh, when we launched uh, uh, the movement, I thought that our focus would be definitely opposing any ideology that they are trying to impose on our kids from any perspective. That even some people, when they look at our name, No Left Turn in Education, they assume that it might be opposing only people coming from the left. But the opposite is the true. We are opposing any politicization of the curriculum from any side. We would like to clean the curriculum from any uh, use by teachers or any group to promote an agenda, political agenda or social agenda or any other agenda that is not uh, focused on the academic of the children. Mm-hmm. And uh, so already in the beginning, uh, when I started uh, developing that uh, local group, it didn't take off that much right away because still people were very afraid. Luckily, uh, somebody who saw an article about me uh, contacted um, Tucker Carlson uh, Tonight Show. Hmm. And in less than three weeks after I was on the Tucker Carlson Tonight Show, after I launched the movement, I'm sorry, less than three weeks after I launched the movement, I was invited, and I was on the program, and literally overnight, we moved from less than 200 people who visited our website, uh, our Facebook page, to over a million people. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) The message message was carried all over the country, and by the way, beyond the boundaries of our country, because I was getting messages from Europe, from Canada, from Mexico, uh, from all over, but mostly, obviously, from all uh, our states in the union, uh, people uh, sharing stories and people also expressing how horrified they were with what they are starting to realize is happening with their kids at school. You know, there was at that time a big push for back to school. There was a big movement of back to school. And already in the beginning, I used to say, we are pushing for back to school, but when they are going back to school, what exactly are they going to be learning? Right, right. All that money that these school districts were given to reopen safely with COVID practices in place, in many, many, many cases, that money was used instead to develop diversity, equity, and inclusion programs um, to represent basically critical race theory in the schools. They took a lot of that money to use it that regard instead of using it for the purpose of reopening. Many of the schools mm-hmm. never even reopened, thanks to the unions, by the way. Um, they were very powerful, and they didn't reopen, and yet they were given so much money through all of the legislation that Congress passed, and that money was used differently. And we're seeing in here that- locally in the state of Minnesota, the um, a lot of our education statistics have come out very recently, which, of course, our current administration doesn't want to talk about because he does have an election coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically in Minnesota, even though, um, you know, our scores have been moving steadily down for the past several years, unfortunately, we're seeing that even though as as much as, again, Randy Weingarten, one of my just favorite people in the world, <laughs> head of uh, one of the largest teachers unions, will say that kids are resilient and it didn't matter. Um, we're seeing, no, it does matter. It matters when you close schools for 
um, over a year and a half. And it matters that you're spending more time trying to create divisiveness and tear apart the family union than you are unit than mm-hmm. actually teaching math, teaching how to read and opening kids' minds to the wonder that is all over the world if they have time to learn about it. And they certainly don't right now. And we're seeing that, unfortunately, here in the state of mm-hmm. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what's common to those decisions with regard to closing school, with regard to masking, with regard to the vaccination, and with regard to the teaching them, indoctrinating them with the queer ideology and queer theory, as well as CRT and all the other uh, radical uh, left ideologies. None of them is science-based. Right. None of them. Mm-hmm. Not the decision about closing school or all those decisions that were made, you know, with COVID, mm-hmm. as well as with the teaching. Mm-hmm. We know we don't have any study, reliable study, to prove that this is the panacea. Yes. That this is was really a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And that's what they are trying to tell us, that the vaccine against, quote-unquote, anti-racism or the vaccine against intolerance in society is actually heavy dosage of actually racist ideology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and Alana, I have to interrupt ideology. you here and plug, plug yeah, your like, website simply because you're talking about this. You know, how do we accomplish this, quote unquote, panacea of anti-racism and things like that? Mm-hmm. And I will say, I went to your website earlier this morning and looked at No Left Turn and you have, and I just want to plug for every parent who's listening to this and thinking, oh man, there's just so much hard stuff in the world right mm-hmm. now, which there really is. Go to Alana's website. It's No Left Turn um, and watch the video that is on the front webpage. It will make you cry. Um, It is the sweetest. I'll I'll do just a super quick plug. It is the sweetest video of two little girls. They probably are. Oh, I would guess maybe four, five, some four, four, four. and they, you know, one little one who is who is white and one who is black, and they are absolutely convinced that they are twins. <laughs> and it is the most darling thing to see how much they love each other. And, you know, they're trying to explain to the interviewer, well, all the things that are similar about them, of course, they're, you know, of course, they're twins, because, you know, look, they're the same height. And I just watched that. And as a mom, I just sat there going, this is just a wonderful balm to the soul to watch yeah. these two sweet Precious. little ones. Um, interacting and just being joyful mm-hmm. friends, and it's much more accurate than yes. what the world is painting. Yes, and you know this is that video is what we see. I run a school, as you know, and um, that is what I see: is children loving each other and focusing on their similarities and not their differences. And yet, the CRT anti-racist curriculum focuses on differences and dividing. Um, and rather than uniting and loving, and uh, it's very it's very sad to see. But Elena, you've done such a great job of of really turning people's attention. And wow, to go from two hundred likes on Facebook to over a million um, because you were on Tucker Carlson one time. It shows a little bit about his um, reach. But how excellent is that that you were able to then overnight, even just two weeks after you launched uh, No Left Turn in Education. You had a lot of people reaching out to you, 
And I'm sure that gave you a big boost, not just psychologically and, you know, empowered you a little bit more, but I'm sure also it provided you with a little bit more help. And you've come up with some great missions and goals and objectives, and you've got the four E's. So maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about those four E's and what some of your missions and goals are. I tell you, being a social worker and getting all those messages, uh, it was... uh, on one hand, overwhelming because of the flood, the amount of uh, messages. And uh, I was practically at that point by myself because the few mothers that turned out to be more like a keyboard warriors and I needed to be boots on the ground, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, which is a major difference. Uh, and But uh, I really wanted to talk to everybody. I want to hold their hands. I wanted to give them some courage. I wanted to, uh, you know, to kind of instill in them some hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I started doing uh, is building chapters. Uh, people wanted uh, some of them offer to start chapters, to start activating, but they didn't know what to do and how to do. Uh, again, as I said uh, previously, the previous program, we really, I and we, all the parents that joined and the concerned community members, had no idea really who is making those decisions, how those decisions are being made. Oh, we are opening our eyes and all those things are imposed on us as almost like some power that came from up somewhere that is telling us what they're going to do to our children and we have no power at all mm-hmm. to stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was really very, very critical to start figuring out the system and who is responsible for what and what we can do and how we can do it. And when we started informing chapters in order to empower people so they are not alone. And I know a lot of people told me they, they were afraid to go. To, they never spoke in front of a school board. They never spoke to a legislator. They never spoke in, in front of a committee, education committee, the legislator. So, and all these things were new to a lot of people. I never did them before either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we were starting pulling together people, putting them in groups and learning how to do what we need to do. And from the very beginning, it became obvious that we need to educate ourselves as what's happening. Mm-hmm. I never heard about CRT before. I knew mm-hmm. about cultural proficiency because that's what they taught in my school. So I started developing uh, like a lexicon mm-hmm. of euphemism and code words that they are using uh, instead of CRT because everybody said, no, we're not teaching CRT. Right. Oh, yes. yes. And, yes. <laughs> and, then, and nobody's teaching. But then with the, all this, I ended up having like uh, about over a year ago, 130 of those uh, terms and with explanation of, and they're still on our website, but I stopped because by now I need, you know, a few volumes to put all those words that are coming up every day. Every day you have a whole new, you can put, I mean, a book of all those new terms that are coming from all those, from gender theory to uh, uh, the queer theory to the CRT. And they have all those circles, you know, the social justice uh, or privilege, uh, uh, you know, wheel and social justice wheel and uh, gender wheel and the wheels upon wheels upon wheels. So I thought it's really, that's not really the issue. What we are focusing on is really identifying and it's very easy what's right and what's wrong. I don't care how they call it. When you do the privilege walk, it's wrong. You can call it whatever you want. But if you stand up the kids and start to do the privilege walk, if you are white, you have to take one step forward. If you are black, you take one step 
back. If you are uh, with an intact family, another step forward. And if you are a single family, you know all this privilege walk. Mm, That's wrong. I don't care how you call it. Mm -hmm. So identifying, just focus on what's right and what's wrong. That's very key. And don't get bogged down with uh, labels. Mm-hmm. Alana, I think that that's a really good point because I, I, I'll i speak as I know that, you know, you yourself and Rebecca, you're a little bit further down the road with your parenting journey. Um, I'm I'm the resident one with the, the little ones that, you know, we're still kind of running around and the reminding. little precocious ones. Oh, they are yes, very cute. They are. They can be sweet. <laughs> uh, they can also be very precocious. And um, I do think that it's really easy for parents to get bogged down in but I'm not an expert in X, Y, Z. And and those in education, unfortunately, are really good at coming up with these very uh, well-spoken terms or, or it sounds. It mm-hmm. sounds really complicated. Positive sounding. Mm-hmm. All of these things that all of us, it's very intimidating for parents. And I love what you are saying here, which is, look, you do not need an advanced degree to understand that this is wrong. You do not need to understand and you don't need to, you know, wonderful if you have time to read lots of books on all of these um, theories, educational theories, and really get into the nitty gritty. That is fantastic. Um, I know that a lot of parents with kids that are my children's ages don't have that time, but don't let that stop you parents Mm -hmm. from speaking up. You do not need to understand the exact definition Mm -hmm. of every turn. Don't be intimidated by people looking down their nose and trying to get you to be quiet. You can do the simple gut check of, wait a minute, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. We know that this is wrong. And this is not what school is for. And I just absolutely love that you're willing to call that. Look, this, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a spade. Let's call it a spade. spade. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to have advanced degrees to say, no, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. None whatsoever. In fact, that's one of my experiences also with my work with uh, disadvantaged uh, uh, families and children. Don't be intimidated. Use your common sense. And I think on our side, we have a lot of common sense. <laughs> we sure on the do. other side, they don't have common sense. To come and tell a child, a three- and four-year-old, that the doctor probably made a mistake when they decided that you're a boy or a girl. Ugh. Because, again, as we it's said, child science abuse. is not on their side. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, use the common sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. this is wrong. Yeah. Uh, so. Look at what they're doing, look at what they're promoting, Mm -hmm. and use your common sense, and then you figured it out. You're absolutely correct. You don't need any encyclopedia, and you don't need to to know all these fancy, schmancy terms that they are using. They are coming up with, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The terminology and everything looks so quote-unquote professional and beautiful. And yet these are just made-up words. They did not exist five years ago. These words did not exist. And we know because they're changing the definition online as we speak. Mm -hmm. Merriam-Webster is busy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. And that brings me, actually, yeah, to the books, for example. Most of those books did not exist five years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Most of those work books started really popping up most of them since 2016 and the last two years all those quote-unquote authors became multimillionaires mm-hmm. uh, because the way those books are being purchased by our school they're not you know not that many parents really buy them in bookstores etc but schools buy them 
they made uh, Ibram X. Kennedy and Robin DiAngelo uh, multi-multi-millionaires. Absolutely. Because, you know, well, they're built into the curriculum. They're built into the buying them. Many of them are built into the curriculum. I mean, especially exactly. some of the children's books that they're using for mm-hmm. comprehensive sex ed and, you know, mm-hmm. um, really indoctrinating children on um, these types of values. There's many, 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 many new children's books, even meant for children as young as three, four, and five years old. And they are written into many of the curriculums. And of course... Actually, they are uh, starting in infant, the board books. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Infant, board books. Yeah. I want to tell our listeners that you are speaking, or that we are speaking with Alana, Dr. Alana Fishbein, and we are discussing No Left Turn in Education, this wonderful organization that she started um, and we are just excited to see the movement that you have started. And you talked a lot about how important it is to, number one, educate. You've got four E's as um, values in your organization. The first one is educating people. Second one is empowering. And then the third is engaging. And the fourth, fourth is eradicating. You know, we only have about, you know, six minutes left, Alana. I'd really like you to talk more about what you mean by empowering, engaging, and eradicating. I'll even start quickly also with educating. Educating, because it's very important, as I said, many people still don't believe it exists. Mm-hmm. We, we file a lot of FOIAs around the country. Mm-hmm. And we expose Good. every day. Freedom uh, of Information uh, going Act. Going just, on. just want to make sure our listeners right. know what that is. Freedom of Information, information Act. So you can get um, data from your school district as to what types of curriculum they are using and um, minutes from board meetings and what have you. So that's what you mean by that. In emails mm-hmm. between teachers emails, and yes. counselors. Yeah. You Every information that you want to find out, what books in the library, everything you can find out uh, through the uh I don't know how it's called in Minnesota. In Pennsylvania, it's right to know. Mm-hmm. Every state also calls it probably a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second part of the educate, we are providing alternatives. On the website, we already started providing alternative of books and curriculums, and now we are working with different groups of uh, uh, teachers uh, and other professionals to provide alternative settings, like Wonderful. the fabulous one that you have uh, in the Liberty School. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is very important now because a lot of uh, teachers left school. Mm-hmm. A lot of students are leaving the schools, and not everybody can really do homeschooling, so we are working on providing alternatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second is empowering. As I said before, that's very critical that people go together. They feel uh, more empowered when they're not alone. Mm-hmm. So we give them uh, the tools also and the information so when they need to confront school board or they need to confront teachers or to do any activities, they're doing it together and they have the tools and they have the information. Mm-hmm. Under Engage, we are working in three major areas. Legal, we filed the first lawsuit of a parents against uh, a school. And uh, by now I had at least 40 cases that I forwarded to different uh, legal entities that are doing it pro bono. Wow, so fantastic. Somebody has... Uh, yeah, some of them don't end up in court. Some of them don't don't need to be in court. Right. Some of them settle outside court, and some of them end up in court. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of um, legal help from uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, Justice Liberty Center, and other groups that we work with and refer the cases to. Uh, the other thing is legislation, legislative, so uh, legal legislation and civic legislation. We wrote the first. Um, anti-divisive 
model legislation. It's on our website as well. And our people go and meet all the time with legislators in their state and bring this to them. And not only about this divisive teaching, about the transparency in education, parents' rights in education, student rights in it. There are a lot of legislation that we are promoting in order to preserve the parents' right in education. This is very, very important because by now we were stripped of any role in our kids' education right. once we put them in school. So we have to reclaim the rights that we have already in the Constitution as well as in the statute when the Department of Education was instituted in 1979. Mm. And uh, parents were given the primary responsibility for the education of the children. Mm. And the state and localities and a private institution were given the primary responsibility to support the parents. Mm -hmm. the, the next one is civic. We encourage people and help them exercise their civic duty and do a lot of civic engagement. So we help with a lot of civic activities. And finally, they eradicate. We are not going to stop mm -hmm. until we are eradicating this from our system and providing all the students of America, all of them, with no difference, with the best opportunity to get the best education because we can do it in this country. We are the shining city on the hill, mm -hmm. and we definitely can do it. Mm. Oh, I love, I love what you just said. We are the shining city on the hill, and this is coming from a woman who was raised as an immigrant in a refugee camp in Israel who had an opportunity to come to the United States to study, and, and look what you have achieved, and... I just think it's beautiful to hear you call America the city on the hill, which obviously um, is a wonderful quote of one of our presidents, President Reagan. Ronald Reagan. And um, so I'm, I'm just thrilled that you use that. And I love your passion that says we will not stop until every child has an education that allows them to succeed. And that is what education used to be about in America, was mm -hmm. allowing kids to give to be given all the tools they needed to be able to succeed, um, but also all the tools they needed to be wise and discerning, discerning citizens of the United States that understood where this country came from, what were the values that were the, that the nation was founded upon, and then how to protect our freedoms and the understanding that our freedoms and our rights come from God, not from a government. And so I love that you are going back to the foundation of what is education? It, education is not indoctrination for social purposes. Education is meant to produce really excellent citizens to maintain the freedoms that we have in this country. And you are doing that. That's mm. fabulous, Alana. Um, so as we think about moving forward and reclaiming our children and, you know, people might be listening to this podcast and they want to join your movement um, you know, how do they join your movement? How do they stay informed? Um, I think you're working a little bit with school choice as well. And so maybe tell a us lot. a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, we are pushing for school choice. Yeah. Good. I'm very glad to hear that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so how can people get involved? Uh, people can join our movement going to our website, noleftturn.us. Okay. And there is uh, on the first, on the homepage, you can all already uh, fill up the information and we'll contact you as well as they can join on our Facebook. We have Facebook uh, two chapters across the country. We have, we have a very small one in Minnesota. We hope to expand it. 
So with your help, everybody who joined, we can help to expand our movement and join the force that we created from a tiny group in the living room. And now we are in more than half of the state in the United States with multiple chapters in many, many states. And we are boots on the ground. We are not keyboard warriors. If you want to move the dial, join the boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Dr. Alana Fishburn. And parents, if you're listening, just remember, this whole movement started because one parent realized that it was her job to fight for her kids. You need to get off the couch and fight for your children because no one will fight for your children harder than you will. And we are presenting you all sorts of options all sorts of community that you can find to encourage you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us today on Education America, where we sat down with Dr. Alana Fishben, the founder and president of No Left Turn. Enjoy your evening. Yep. See you next week. Thank you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.